0: Thank you for tuning in from next week we yeah. just no, continue on the <laughs> conversation that we had this is part two. Well no, no yeah welcome
1: back to the week to the a new week and
2: you comp-
0: like watching the OC in 2006 <laughs> last week
1: yeah, yeah yeah welcome back to a new week of a completely unrelated friendly Geordie's podcast no relation to Thanks for to paying for
2: week. this content
1: uh, <laughs> anyway just I have let me just channel what I was talking about last time I don't I wonder if I can remember it was very esoteric. Oh yeah in regards to the difference between a two party uh system, would you say that it would be a much better perspective to go for something where there was a literally like fifty parties and they all had equal measure? So that there, there is a much more uh legitimate cross section of Yeah,
0: you're just talking about minor parties.
1: Yeah, but minor parties that minor parties that have an actual chance of getting in it. I'm not talking about the greens. I'm talking about, you know,
2: yeah, yeah, the, know, these, the endless. Well, by definition they can't be minor if they have a reasonable chance of getting in but that's what I'm
1: saying should it Should it be should it be uh, should it be regu- should a, could a society work if it was regulated to the point where there weren't there was no such thing unless by pure popular by, by you know by choice uh, there's no such thing as like dominant parties it just before fluctuates before you
2: guys answer that question let me just do so thank you for joining us if you don't know what we're talking about last week Miss yeah, Love nice. had raised a question of what kind of government system is better? Is the two-party preferential voting system good? Um, so we're just throwing some yeah. ideas on that. So I just, I'm just curious. So, jo- so Miss Love, so yeah. Miss, I think like we kind of already do have that system that I you're know, talking about. Kind the of the preference is something that's unique to us, but that's more like an admin thing of like when you can consolidate votes through that, um, and minor parties can't be. Can't actually have a conceivable chance of getting into power because they're minor parties for that. But do you so think otherwise, they'll w- become major parties.
1: Sure, but that's what I'm saying. Fuck minor. Just all major parties, and it's regulated to the point where it's like yeah, everyone is on a. I, I can understand it might not work because it's just like, all right, this year we're communist. Next year, oh, libertarian. What do you know? I know that that. No, that it can
2: work. It's work. Like for example, Pakistan is one of those places. Like it has really? the exact same system as Australia, except that we don't have a preferential voting system over
1: there. Surely that's better.
2: It's not that different. It I actually th- kind of helps because um, like preferential system just helps you not create deadlock uh, deadlocks. So you can have like I two parties deadlocks. that have like the exact same votes, for example. So then there becomes an issue of like, how do you... Basically, remember when Julia, uh, Julia Gillard's government came in and how she formed a minority government?
1: I know of when she did that.
2: There, You're just more <laughs> likely to do that without a preference. Right, preference a minority government, yeah. The, anyway, the two I, major party system is... Like, America is the example for that. Yes. Where there are just two major parties. And there's, like, but individual the candidates. No. We, well, you can okay, vote we for have, the Greens. You I can, suppose can vote for the Shooters and the Fishers Greens and The Greens and Shooters and Fishers and Nationals. You can vote for anyone. There's a million parties out there. Well, you can do that
1: in America, too, can't you? There's No, no, you can't. You there's, can, it's but it's your, not going to result in
2: anything. They're, they're independents. They're not different so, parties. Okay, so, there's so, Democrats fundamentally,
1: parties. so fundamentally, Australia tends to have more diversity in their politics and in, in your options in America. And is that, is that intentional? Or is that intentional That's or what not?
2: we'd like to believe. Yeah, that's that's our argument for it.
1: So it is intentional here. It was an intentional... Yeah, 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 we follow the British system. That's and, the and, British model. And would you say that America's was intentionally not set up to do that just to hold power or just is how it went?
2: Um,
0: They're both designed to hold power. I think actually that the American system is a lot better at doing it. And I think that that is because the English parliamentary system was kind of set up by the nobles forcing the king to share power so there was sort of just like a level of equity there that didn't really exist when the americans were setting it up thinking fuck how do we keep all the power for ourselves that was the difference Mm. so there was just little cracks in the british parliamentary system that kind of allowed more freedom of democracy than there would have been for America, especially because America would have been able to look at the British parliamentary system and thought, okay, we want to sew up that crack and we want to sew up that. That's but what
1: there. they essentially but by did. De- but by definition, you just said m- it was designed to hold power. I'm literally trying it's to... Okay, so it's... I'm trying, I, to, I'm I, trying I, to find an alternative to make it...
2: But well, first figure <laughs> out what's the reason why US did what they did and why the British and Australians do what they do. So we believe the British system... We put a lot of faith and extreme importance in the parliament. Yeah. The idea of like us voting and having representatives over there. Yeah. The US also does that. They have the Congress, but the US has divided their centers of power. So for example, Senate. we vote for the party mm. and the party nominates a prime minister. Yeah. The U.S. votes directly for an individual yeah. that it becomes the president. Yeah. So that, becomes, that forms their executive branch. Mm. So you vote directly for your executive, which we don't do. Yeah. You vote directly for your Congress, which we don't that's do. That's a
1: separate thing.
2: For us, it's all amalgamated into one. Because yeah. we think that the parliament is the ultimate supreme. The parliament it represents the will of the people. The Americans, they said, no, 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 that's not the case. In fact, often what, what Jordan is saying, that um, people can go crazy. And we don't want that. We need a balance of power. We need to have an executive branch, which is also directly elected. We need to have a Congress, which is also elected. And something which we don't follow, their judiciary has a a more active role than than we do. So our- judges. The uh, the judges. Our entire system of judiciary is like, we interpret laws. We base it on what the politicians had intended it to do. And if they change it, we change it as well. Uh, We change our judgments accordingly. In the US, a federal judge- is expected to have way more scrutiny on uh, government decisions as an independent, enshrined in the constitution. Mm. Our constitution says judiciary is a separate branch of government, but it interprets laws by the parliament. Their constitution says, no, the judiciary has this inherent understanding of how society works. So a a, a judge can ban Trump's Muslim ban.
1: Mm. Which they did, didn't they? Which
2: they did. And they're almost expected to do shit like this. Our judges are not expected to do shit like that. Mm. Our judges are supposed to only nullify something which they believe is against the law.
1: Our judge is like the governor general, right?
2: Yeah, which is why we also don't have a... We don't have like a bill of rights or anything.
1: Yeah. Because we believe our
2: rights are um, decided by the people in the form of the parliament.
1: So it can, it's it, it's malleable. The it's malleable.
2: Whatever. Basically, whatever we believe, that whatever we believe at any given point is how things should be. The US believes that's true, but then there are certain inherent truths which Mm. have been enshrined in the Constitution that you can't go against. What are they? Well, there's like, for example... Second
1: Amendment shit, like the guns, no? Yeah, like
2: guns. Even freedom of speech. For them, it is enshrined. We also have freedom of speech, but uh, our freedom of speech is a common law relic that we have and which can easily be constrained by uh, our politicians or the police or anyone. So we we have freedom of speech, but we kind of don't really have freedom of speech if anyone yeah. else wants it. In the US, freedom of speech is an inherent right. So no yeah. one, you would need some <coughs> exceptional circumstances to curb that. Yeah. And even in those instances, um, the, so the, the court ju- will rule in so, your favor so most so often.
1: Right. They're, they're similar, but like the, my, my point was, my question was, if you guys are saying, uh ca- a democracy is I- is kind of intri- intrinsically designed to hold power is there a society that can be like what tr- if it's possible to be like not I'm not going to say truly democratic but as democratic as possible on paper and uh Chomsky's always
0: talking like, about some tribes
1: in Turkey that are pretty democratic yeah <laughs> something like that i can't and remember what? what it was yeah, like
2: <laughs> anarchist societies that you think are cool
1: and and what and like that's what I'm asking. Like, could there be a situation because there, there, there are, there are. Look, this is the thing. I think that, like, look,
0: as soon as, and you will see this even in the chimp world, as soon as the tribe gets over, I think 150 chimps, <laughs> that chimp tribe starts breaking. No, sorry, with. Chimps, it's 50. With human beings, it's 150.
1: It's just the Joe Rogan podcast?
0: <laughs> but what was insane is there was this one chimp that they still like uh, chimpologists or whatever they're called. <laughs> now,
1: who's being naive?
0: Uh, they were just amazed at this one chimp who was an alpha male who grew his cohort from 50 to 150. So it was three times the size of a normal chimp faction. So he became like a chimp emperor. Really. And so he was just moving into other chimp territories and taking all of their prime land to feed his... And and, and it all just kind of worked out like that. But that was a very, very rare, rare instance. And it was because he was a particularly political chimp. And he kind of created like some mafia connection where he had like some lieutenants and stuff that were bigger than him that he was organising. And he, he came up with like a very complicated system of governance for
1: a chimp. Really? The Boris Yeltsin of chimps. Go on.
3: <laughs> what? Why Boris I don't know. Yeltsin? I just picked, like, the most random
1: person.
0: <sighs> <laughs> but, you know, like, the fact that Chomsky's sitting there being like, this uh, this system of governance that works with these tiny tribes in Turkey is definitely going to work in a country that...
1: Is I wish he drank more vitamin
0: alcohol. B. <sighs> Sorry. Go on. No, he doesn't need vitamin B. He needs... centrum. And you think that as soon as he does, he'll turn into that retired triathlete that they have that has that really <laughs> gay '80s mustache cop?
1: Central can help. Yeah. Can, you, <laughs> yeah. can you can you just me, can, can you finish your point? I cut you off. I just really hate how boring he is. And what on. he
2: really needs is already what we have, what? which is the YouTube option of times two playback speed. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yeah, <laughs> I do it all as, uh, but Basically, what what do I would change? No, but
0: make your point. Make that point again. I don't think that you are able to organise a billion people with this. What do you think? What do you think? Mm. Well, let's just tell you how everybody's Fair. feeling about this. Fair. Maybe on a local level when it comes to local council, yeah. you could do that. Yeah. But, dude, I really think that when you get to your 100 million countries, 200 million countries, yeah. you yeah. need some yeah. fat dude at the top with a shitload of medals not to even earn on his perfectly <laughs> white suit. In every shot, sitting on a throne with fifty kids
1: there for some reason cheering.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's incredible. I,
1: I mean, I really can't argue with
2: it. Well, I but can't no,
1: disagree because but that's pretty much what that.
0: Chi- what I'm saying when I go back to this, like I guess, quasi-anthropological example of the chimp. That's what that chimp was doing. He was just turning into chimp Stalin.
1: Shit, chimping. he just
0: come up with a complicated political system where like all the big decisions were coming back to him and he was moving the tribe into certain areas. He was just, he was like a chess player of chimps. Just
2: being a leader at some point. So, he was being okay. a leader
0: and he was just a hyper intelligent chimp. Okay,
1: so quantifiably.
0: But it got results, that's what I'm no, saying. No, I get that. It got I mean, results for his The main
2: takeaway, which is what I agree with, there are certain things that I disagree with Jordan, but like the main takeaway is that we both agree on no one political system is right for every society.
1: That's a so, that's a really good point. So,
2: in my opinion, a why culture like, matters. Well, the People, my biggest my biggest argument is the biggest factor is um, the diversity in your population that has huge impact. Yeah. So, a dictator like so, for example, like the U.S. system would would might work in a country like Australia, but would certainly not work in a country like India, because. Diff- if you why? centralize or like a dictator like thing. So why? a dict- so a dictator a dictator can work really well in countries like Turkmenistan, in countries like North Korea, even I would say a country like China, which is significantly higher population. Because all three of them have one thing in common <laughs> that they have a largely homogenous population.
1: I thought India was democratic. Yeah, yes, it is, well, which is it, it needs to be really democratic. Like-
2: that's what I'm saying. Oh, I thought you were saying in India, the opposite. I thought you were saying there, the opposite. there have been dictators that have tried to take over India yeah, and they have yeah. failed miserably and that's because really? they don't understand. Yes, yeah, yeah. And that's because it's r- diverse. The only rulers of India that have been successful were the ones that were able to delegate power because India has completely different dynamics to Australia. India is Wait. a continent. That's like saying that you can have uh, one dictator for Europe. Size. Can you imagine?
1: So size or race is important in India? Both. Uh, okay. I'm saying
2: for both they're equal. Because
1: India is homogenous generally. No, no,
2: it is not oh, homogenous at all. Oh, it has my bad. Hundreds <laughs> and uh, maybe even thousands of ethnicities that what? live there. I remember There's that actually. I remember saying that about sixty, seventy 60, 70 languages that have been spoken in Are true. I, I remember I going to that. Pakistan
0: and just saying the, the same... Prescription that I have with everything. Jesus, you say with a nail, everything. But I was just like, you know what? This country needs a dictator. (laughs) And Ali's response was like, dude, we
2: already
1: tried that.
2: Like a couple of it's times, several times. And and it didn't, didn't work. work. It, didn't it does work. not work. It's because, but it can work for a country like Australia. It can work for a country like Germany. It can.
1: But Australia is pretty diverse, but not. We're not
2: largely homogenous. Right. When I say diverse, I mean people that look different, that speak different languages, that have different wow. foods, that have different ways of eating. I didn't know that. They're really completely different countries altogether.
1: Dude, I'm so ignorant. I thought like India was just like. You're in the south of India, this curry is very hot. Oh, now you're in Punjab. It's hot but not as hot.
2: Bye. <laughs> hey, there's that. That's what I thought was the whole
1: He's st- not wrong.
2: Yeah, he's not wrong. You just obviously in terms wrong. of your spice levels, you are right about that. I too.
1: know I'm right about the spice levels, but I'm just saying like <laughs> all he's the always all right <laughs> about the spice. Levels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad someone said it. But like I'm obviously not, I'm not completely right because of all the other shit you just said. I didn't know that. So it's like, that's a good, that's an interesting, Uh, that's a good response. That's a good response. The
2: biggest example is like in India, you never have political parties that outright win anything. They always have to form coalitions because there's a million parties in India. You know how you were saying that instead of having two major parties, you have like several parties. That's what they, that's what they have. So different states will have different political parties that are not national political parties. They're specific to that state. And then they form coalitions with a major party that has won the most amount of seats. That sort of seems. No major party has ever won all of the seats.
1: That sort of seems better. Because Actually,
2: that's not true. Like the Congress back then. Se-
1: that seems better because there's more checks and balances. I, I just tend to think. But that
2: there's, so there's a drawback of it. The drawback of it dude, is that, that is change, like, change takes ages. Yeah, I That's understand. why India is like yeah. part of the fact that India is yeah, poor true. is that. It, it's like, yeah. Mark, yeah. if you India Pakistan, damn. India you and Pakistan. India and Pakistan,
0: you know what they are really good examples of? Real politics mm. in action. Come again? It's just raw politics. Uh-huh. There, it's there's. I don't even think they have a system. Their system
1: is politics,
2: which is why <laughs> that's how it you, works. I understand. <laughs> I understand.
1: <laughs> a political society. What kind of politics? But we just told you.
2: I understand exactly like, you know why Donald Trump uh, thinks and does the things that he does because he's basically a third world leader. If you think of it, that's why he's never uh, like. No, in in the third world, like for example in Pakistan, there has never been a transition of power that no <laughs> political party has said that the uh, that they won, that they haven't won. Mm. So basically, every time a political party wins the elections, every other political party says that the election was based on fraud, rigged. and it was rigged, and there is still yeah. a transition of power. That is exactly what Donald Trump's doing.
1: Yeah, he's definitely taken um, that from there. The, the, uh, the uh,
2: other thing is like I think for Donald Trump, it's definitely I think this whole idea of him like not conceding is probably for his own good. And I think he has no other option. I now. think you want to
1: get into that. I mean for his own good. Yeah, can you go into uh, that? You might, as well, you might as well get into that.
2: Because I think that Donald Trump um, is facing a lot of legal proceedings once he's not the president. And the only way he can get the Democrats <laughs> or a, the, the, the machinery, the state machinery, to not push him towards that Barsuits. is by having basically this like chokehold on uh, the Republican base. You might be right. If he says I lost, I concede. He becomes a regular member of the public once he uh, goes away from presidency. Then, like his friends, uh, the his lawyer, there's so many people around him have been have been to jail. And you could even the Mueller report said that Trump isn't uh, he he isn't free. It's just that he's the president, and we can't pursue certain charges based on that fact. Once he's not the president, they, they can. This but pink goes right on this if he has, by, by essence, a de facto control over every ticket that the Republican Party is going to award to people based on this massive popular following, it's going to be hard to fuck with that guy.
1: I think you're right.
2: You can't just put him in jail because then you fear civil war.
0: So He's a very impressive man, isn't he? He is, dude. But probably he actually is just thinking, I won it was
1: really <laughs> Nah,
0: I, don't I think, think so. Ali's right. I, th- I
2: think he knows this. Dude, I apparently, think he knows you, know, what's up. you know, apparently
1: too, Trump is like crowdfunding, being like, they're going to try everything. We have a, basically a Trump-Pence Patreon He's crowdfunding. Yeah, and, and he's, he's, getting, that's not
2: he's basing it on like, oh, we're going to overturn the results. But he's just making money because I think he knows that once he retires, he's going to need that money for all the legal things. But that's, that's not that's towards. not the
1: actions of a rich man. Crowdfunding money is not... Politics is a fucking brutal game, isn't it? I guess so. Like, I was just
0: thinking about that recently that, for instance, uh, I was just responding to the brag video And again, what happens as soon as that happens? Just the politics, the internal politics of Friendly Geordies. Do we get this media organization offside? They're the only one that actually is nice to us sometimes. And I'm Mm. just sitting there saying, no, I want to correct the record. Mm. That happens, right? Yeah. But then I was sitting there and I was just like responding to his response, the CEO of Bragg. And halfway through, I kind of felt bad because I just realized like, fuck, he has not evolved for this fight. Like he's just used to going to splendor in the grass. That's, that's, that's just being like, oh my god, there's not enough Islander roadies, and this this uh, th- this this band said so what, and and uh, we got we got to cancel yeah. them. Like this is terrible. Like yeah. they they're used to that world, dude. I am used to the fucking world of Barilaro and shit like that. Just being like, yeah, we're just gonna do all this illegal shit. We're just gonna <laughs> give all this shit <laughs> off to that. The fuck mm. you. Like I'm gonna mm. hide it behind all of these fucking. Like, bullshit laws and stuff like that. I'm used to that world. But you know what? And so, like, dude, after a while, like, just intellectually, it's a great intellectual exercise being in politics. But after a while, you kind of just become a bit of a fucking killer. Mm. Like you kind of just have to be, you kind of just have to become like mentally that tough, which is why everyone was just like, I couldn't handle it in your situation, just being canceled. To me, it's just like another day in the office. It just doesn't hurt you at all. You're just like, oh, okay, now I need to make these responses. I need to come out with that. And like, you just get into this very hardened, you totally. like it? Totally. Do you like
2: being that strong? Do you like being like the fucking warrior at a battlefield? He's, he's good at it. I don't, I don't well, know don't know I f- know he's good at it. He clearly is really good at I, it. But, I don't know but how he like, does it. Do you, do you, think, do you know like it? Him. Do you like being in the action? I think that
0: after a while, you kind of realize that it's better than not being in the action. Right. I think of that's course. the thing, but it's like this... It
2: takes a toll on you, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It's weird. It like, point. it takes a toll. It will, it, it will take a toll. It
0: takes a toll, but it also – now that I'm looking at Stalin, you know what it does? Man of steel. Like, it just, on the inside, makes you fucking steely. Like, mm. nothing really moves you anymore. You just mm. keep moving towards the goal. And so I do understand <laughs> these politicians now that I didn't understand. I think everybody does understand that about politicians, Practices. But now that I'm kind of just in that world a lot, you do get a very internal glance of what it's like to be these people. And it you know what it is? It's is constant calculation. That's the whole game. hmm it's just sitting there just being like, can I afford to piss these people off? No, I have to do, like, a co- form a coalition with these people. These yeah. people need to go down. In order to defeat this enemy, I need to get these people together so we can fuck them over on that. Yeah. This person will work with me on that to fuck that person. But, like, the whole thing is just about constantly clobbering opponents. Yeah. That's really the end game. It's and just coming up with more and more elaborate ways to get to that goal.
2: It takes a certain individual to be able to do that anyway. Yes, it does. Because, you know, an unnamed man who may have left the organization recently is just an example of someone who's not able to handle that kind of situation. Like yeah. You are yeah. able to handle it. There's people that just You in. You need, need balls. Actually, yeah. I would go to the extent of saying for, for being successful in anything, you need to have a certain amount of balls. But for being in this particular field, you need balls of steel. Yeah, no,
0: it's definitely true. I do have a lot of respect because the thing is I will say this as well. I am not really in the same position. I think it would be very, 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 very difficult to be a politician in a quote-unquote democracy because I am kind of in the position that like Rush Limbaugh and Alan Jones are where it's kind of like you're on the periphery of these politicians, like you, you kind of inhabit the same world, you kind of get the same mindset, but really you kind of have this digital little dictatorship. Where like whatever you say say goes in that in that little area yeah, you don't have true. to fucking really compromise that's with a true. billion people whereas if you're the head of the labor party there's like 50 unions that you have to be constantly talking with and you have to be balancing all of their interests to keep your position you've got your entire party you've got the party base then you've got the fucking liberals to worry about and most of the time Nationals. i just know this from the fact of just talking to the labor politicians and stuff a lot of their job is sitting there just dealing with the bullshit. In Labour. And then some Let guy, alone the Greens, let alone the Liberal Party. And, like,
2: <laughs> and imagine being in that There's some guy with a Hawaiian shirt comes up to you, he's like, Yeah, this is the problem with your party. I don't like the colour red. It's too oh, <laughs> it's nah. like, like, oh.
3: Well ironically but he's
2: kind of wrong. ironically he's kind
1: that's wrong. also PR is probably like seventy yeah. percent of the issue. So <laughs> like I would say <laughs> that like they should maybe listen to that guy. Yeah, if they, they to win, mean, if they want to win. If they want to win. Maybe they should. But
0: I'm, I'm like, you know, you, you talk to Zach or something like that, and just. There are Wait, brilliant. Who's Zach? He's like a guy that works in Queensland Labour that's um, my intel.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> the guy that Miss Love was talking is He's like, uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, he's
0: a good dude.
1: Yeah. He's a
0: very True. good dude.
2: Donald Trump is not our president? Is that. <laughs> <laughs> check,
1: check, check your sources, mate. Check your fucking sources.
0: Yeah, what was but, that like, say? I think that. I remember reading it years ago. I remember when I first – wow, fuck, now that I think about it, when I was in year six, I got a book because I just got in my head that I wanted to study political science and I ended up fucking studying political science. How about that? In year six, I remember reading my Where Will I Be when I'm in university little like sign off for year six thing. And it was like studying political science. And even scarier, studying political science in Japan. Ended up doing it in South Korea, but pretty Jesus. fucking close. But anyway, I remember reading this book that my mum got me about it, that was just like an introduction to it. I never ended up reading it because it was too dumb to read it at the time. And probably now that I look back at it now, probably it was just filled with bullshit because it just would have been like World politics, Dick Cheney. Like <laughs> like that probably executives like that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, <laughs> The opening paragraph actually sticks with me to this day, which is politics is sort of the art of what economics is, which is why they're so intertwined. But economics is the art is the science of allocating resources. That's really what economics is. Right. Politics is the art of allocating resources. That's the difference. <laughs> Say that as two against Wait. distinctions. Say that
2: again. So yeah, say that again.
0: Economics is the science of allocating resources. Okay. It's just like a bunch of fucking eggheads sitting there, coming up with theories, being like, if we do it this way, then like the, mm. these taxes will kick in, then as a result of that, mm. you'll have a surplus here." Like that's what economists think about, right? Mm-hmm. Politics <coughs> is the art, the art of distributing resources. So they have the power to distribute those resources, mm. and as a result of that that's where it starts to get like much more creative. Cause then you sit there and you're like, much, much more difficult and important. Much more difficult and much Art, more important. That's
1: a good way to put it because that's why people don't. And I'm, and I have huge sympathy for politicians, but like, that's why people don't trust politicians because inherently <laughs> it's fucking smoke and mirrors. It, it's the only, uh, not all of it, but like a big part of it is like backroom deals, PR compromising, contradicting yourself, Selling out, quote-unquote, you know, maybe for doing something that's the bigger picture, the right thing to do. It ain't easy. It's probably the last job I'd want in the whole world. Unless I could be in Bob Bobcatter's party. <laughs> do, you, do
2: you know what, who I've been like...
0: Allocation of hats.
2: Do you guys know anything about Harry Truman's story? No. Uh, Immediately, <laughs> I've been getting into... So, during this whole presidency stuff, I came across Harry Truman. Dude, no, his life needs a fucking movie to be made on it. Yeah, the Truman show it is a movie. Do you know why? Not because (laughs) he was great, but because of what a remarkable loser this man was. (laughs) It's unbelievable. You guys think I'm joking. Is it based on death 45 years when fifty years actually at fifty years when most people think that you're at the twilight of your career, Harry Truman was living at his mother in law's house with his wife. His mother in law would scream at him every day for being a loser. His wife said, "You're a loser. And I Wait shouldn't a sec, have married you." What year you. was
1: this? Like the depression? Because that doesn't really count.
2: Uh, yeah, actually, actually, just after the depression. Well, that doesn't but, count. But no, he was a loser throughout. Before right. the depression, right. he right. he he loved his wife. Right. He went up to her and said, would you marry me?" And his wife said, "I would never marry a loser like Jesus. you." Jesus.
1: Okay. All right.
2: It was only during the First World War that he signed up, and because they needed everyone, that the same girl who rejected him, who ended up being the first lady, <laughs> said that, all right, uh, I'll marry you now. You seem to be doing something now. Right. Uh, he Which, he says that I can't marry you, I'm going to war, I might die, mm. <laughs> but when I come back, uh, I'll hold you to your promise. And she said, "He comes back, he marries her, Instantly, she realized what a dumb decision this is because the war is over and he's back to being a loser. Mm. He started working on a farm.
1: He's a war hero, not a loser.
2: Dude, you have no idea. In Missouri, he started working on a farm for his dad and he was in his mid-30s. Then the depression happened. He opened up a clothing store that he had some money from from the war. Uh, The depression happens. His clothing store closes down. He moves in with his mom. This is all he's like is most of his life. Shit. At 40, 48 or 49, a man who's known as Pencarst, who, who, so he, so this guy, he used to be, by all accounts, was like a, a, a Don of Kansas City, but he was also a Democratic, um, uh, I don't know what those people are called, but there's a word for him. They basically run the, the basic Democratic, like the, the machinery. A political machine he had really bottom they filter out who's gonna be in the legislators and that kind of shit right but he was basically a crime boss he was involved in all sorts of thing and ended up going to jail his nephew he told his nephew we need people that are losers but they need to be somewhat um, dependable and honest in in, uh, in that his nephew tells him I used to uh, when I was at war there was this guy and I uh, Absolute loser. Like good for nothing. But he was weirdly honest and he was a respectable individual. But he's he's not good for anything. <coughs> this Pengas says, like, yeah, come over. Uh, bring him over. He gets him here. This the Harry Truman is desperately looking for a job. He's getting screamed at by his mother-in-law all the time. He goes and he starts working in Kansas City. He wants the the this crime boss makes him a legislator and uh and an honorary judge. Um Truman is extremely happy. He wanted. Eventually, he wants to be a senator. This guy, this pe- this crime boss says, "There's no fucking way you'll ever be a senator. You're a loser." Weird thing happens. All four of his candidates for senators j- end up dropping out for some reason. He has no one, so he has to refer to Truman. Mm. Truman wins by twenty or thirty, like some ridiculously low amounts of vote, <laughs> and becomes a senator. He is known as the senator of Pengast because everyone knows that he's on this. Guys, um, basically, payroll. yeah, payroll, whatever he says goes. This guy ends up, this crime boss ends up going to jail. So now, all of a sudden, Truman is a senator and he's all by himself. This loser who was meant to do nothing ends up being a senator, and the f- and this journey to the presidency is even filled with more weird. So okay, so you w- gotta tell me what keep he going. ends up doing is <clears throat> that during the Second World War, when FDR is basically a dictator, FDR is what. The nation just wants him. They don't care about him. He ends up going to FB, uh, FDR and says, a low-lying senator, and he says, look, what I want to do is I think that there's a lot of bureaucratic waste in the way that we're spending our money on the, mili- on, the, on the military. I think I can help reduce that amount. FDR looks at him like he's a more, he's like, yeah, you, you go do that. <laughs> Because if, for FDR, that's such a low-lying issue. It's like, dude, I don't care about this. I'm fighting a war over you. Yeah. I don't care about extra $20. Yeah, sure, do that. The media picks up on this because they're trying to attack Democrats and pin Harry Truman as this one Democrat who is trying to help save uh, the country some money. So there's this weird, even though he's a loser and he's a good for nothing senator who's like doing some bit, the media builds him up as this guy who's like working diligently and trying to save a buck for the military, post world uh, and during the uh, during the war, everyone's like constant like because they're losing money, so they like this guy. Truman, oh sorry, uh, FDR, ends up running for his fourth presidency term, his vice president. Is this super um, lefty, almost socialist, communist guy, who the country hates, and so FDR is told to get rid of him, and they're like, "Who do we get?" There was such a confusion between they both had different opinions that they were saying, "Okay, look, let's." We all know that FDR is a fucking boss. Whoever, but
0: you know, you know who else hated the vice president?
2: Who? party yeah, yeah they hated him the,
0: the, the machinery of the democrats they hated, hated him. that vice president they hated him. but he was but popular he amongst was certain come-y. and fdr loved him
2: fdr loved him and he was, was like yeah, an yeah.
0: extremely intelligent man and he was kind of the architect of um the new deal and he really? wanted it to go way further and actually fdr was pushing for him to be president after he left Shit. and in fact he had the numbers because of fdr in this one democratic convention to do it and isn't this amazing At that democratic convention the rest of the party made it so he couldn't get to the front of the microphone to plead his case or whatever on the vote or whatever and so they just said like no no he's he's not here he didn't count it and apparently he was running to the microphone when they were just saying like all those in favor of making the next president say aye aye and like dude apparently if there was just a difference of five minutes in that in that moment in history like the entire history of the U.S. and the world, for that matter, would, would be entirely completely different, Whoa. completely different. But as reality, and you know what else as well? Just saying, he liked China.
2: You're like, no, no, no. This guy was he incredible as vice president, but in fact, he was too woke. That's why he ended up getting killed at the end. FDR liked him, but what? They, was he a they Bernie? He uh, yeah, he was, Bernie? he was. He was. He was, he was Dude, super Bernie. I mean, FDR, than FDR was
0: Bernie. further than Bernie. Yeah, FDR really? was is a Bernie basically white figure, just like yeah. Ike Eisenhower. I don't true, know true, true. No w- wait Ike. for
2: Ray left. He was basically a commie. Right. Um, but basically like they, a commie. They, they couldn't come up with anyone because of this. So they ended up making <laughs> Truman the vice president because of how much of a loser he was. No one had anything bad against him. Shit. FDR dies. Oh and God. Truman becomes a wartime president of the US who a decade ago was <sighs> getting screamed at by his mother-in-law for being a loser. And That's why how crazy is this? The guy who was such a loser who everyone thought was never going to do anything in life ends up doing one of the most significant things in the world, which is drop atomic bombs on Hiroshima and Nagasaki.
1: He was in charge.
2: He was the one who called the shot.
1: That's why, Ameri- why America is gr- the greatest country on
2: earth. Write it up for yeah. me. I'm going to
1: do a story on it. Dude, there you could should. be a movie on it, Dude, that that's guy. why America is the greatest country on earth. Some corn picker from Missouri can become president and then bomb Japan. <laughs> <I kind laughs> what a, dude, what an end! That's the end. Come on, what what are we on? <laughs> nah, no, no,
0: no, we're we on
2: thirty five minutes. We still. Oh, really? yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels like we've been doing nah, it for ages. Dude, that was all right.
1: Well, we will keep going. That was amazing. Like, what? A, there's so much to unpack there. It's just like, whoa! Like that's that is, it's crazy. Like because yeah. that, now I want to ask more.
0: Can grow up to not understand nuke.
1: <laughs> like now I want to <laughs> ask more about this commie dude. Because then I'm, now I'm kind of curious about what the direction of the world would have been there, and then conversely, like
2: because he that commie dude would have been become the president, and he would have become a wartime all powerful president. He wouldn't
1: have bombed here. He wouldn't have bombed here. Uh, no. that, no, yeah, no that's way. another. Would he have won the war though?
2: Yeah, but yeah, by the, by like that time the war was won the already one. won. He didn't.
0: Right. America didn't need to enter World War II. It was, really? Yeah, the Russians won that war. Jesus but, but, Christ! But but by well, then, I've
2: never read that in the book. It was only a matter of days before uh, the capitulation. So FDR was at the. Mainly
0: the reason that the US entered World War II, not mainly to drop like the bomb. The major reason that the US entered World War II is because they realized, oh. fuck, we got really rich off of World War One. Time to cash in. Are, are you serious? And they got rich off World War, world War II. Two. Are <laughs> <And it's laughs> you serious? The only country
2: in the world during the Second World War that was booming.
0: But. Another major reason Jesus. that they decided to enter into World War II was to stop the Russians from owning Europe. That's yeah. the major reason that they just thought, like,
1: fuck, we don't want them getting, well, goddamn getting the goddamn Kermish. And to power. be fair, like you can't really blame them for that in terms of their own selfish imperialistic perspective. Well, this is the whole thing. It changed
0: very quickly from being uh, isolated to an empire. Yeah. That was really the beginning of it. It was but if, you know, but you could
1: argue that Russia whether it would have been good or bad, would have had a lot more control of the world, you know, post-World War.
0: Yeah, but I don't think that Russia would have ever really had more control. Or maybe they wouldn't have been. Like it probably world. would have, uh, the the, the, <clears throat> the Iron Curtain, now it's just that stupid exercise of like, where would it happen if Hitler went World War II? Yeah. But like, I think that Russia didn't really have Russia was the anti- capacity to yeah. become a global empire like the US did because right. really the idea that you've been sold that Russia was kind of just like nick and nick with the US throughout the Cold War is nothing but propaganda for I, the US I, like it's not it hard was, to believe not like, even close just
1: look at Siberia and you're like really? yeah, yeah I, I don't know if that's as good as owning Maine <laughs> or Rhode Island for that matter can I just ask that is cheap martinis I tell yeah. you know. <laughs> Do you you think this character, what's his name?
2: Truman, Harry Truman. Character.
1: Character. (laughs) Ex-president. Ex-president. Two-term president. president. By the way, he won again. And
2: that is also a remarkable story. Eight
1: years. Yes, he was there for eight years. Um, It's
2: still considered... uh, uh, Trump is the second most crazy upset. Truman was the first. In fact, when Truman was elected for the second time... Yeah newspapers had printed the headline saying... Dewey defeats Truman. Yeah, that's right. And he, there's a so very angry famous picture Wait, it's like, it's of Truman down. holding newspapers that says Dewey defeat because no one had expected him to win. It was like, how could this loser win a second term? But
0: was he the one also that when he left the presidency, he caught a bus and the journalists were asking why he caught a bus and he said, no decent man gets rich enoughish, only crooks." And then took a bus back to Wisconsin or whatever. I don't know,
2: but I wouldn't That's surprise. awesome. Because th- there's, he, he yeah, has...
0: Like, now tra- look at the, the wonder in his eyes now.
2: He wasn't now
3: honest and attention. diligent. Look, look, at, look,
2: look at
3: him.
1: him. <laughs> what a boss. If that was him. Was I that don't him? know, but
2: it sounds like him. Because he, he was yeah a simple he man. Wasn't that and he was stupid. very honest and diligent. He probably... Yeah. That's actually why he got chosen to be the senator. Not the senator, but like the, the mafia boss got him in the first place. Because he was a loyal, um, honest puppy.
1: Do you think that... This is a stupid question, but do you think that um, he... Do you think that he... Obviously, the military-industrial complex has a huge sway in America. I don't know if they did then. I assume they did. Obviously, they did, actually. They fucking did. That's why they went into the war, you're saying. Um, Do you think he felt any... So was he, if he was instructed, whether he was instructed or not by the military, like either they had, it, whether they had a fucking screwdriver, proverbial screwdriver in his ribs being like, mm-hmm. we're dropping the bomb. I want to see if it fries these, these, you know, chowder heads. Do you think he felt guilty? Sorry, guilty for? For, for the, for bombing Hiroshima and Nagasaki. I sincerely doubt it
2: don't think he, well that's a difficult question yeah it's answer. a stupid that's question such a I don't think he would
1: have really nah. why because not because of the military
0: propaganda well he, first of all he's clearly a dumbass he's a dumbass from the military he's not from yeah. the military no yeah. but
2: the military told him that it was oh, yeah, necessary he, he probably believed it
1: yeah that's what I think he probably believed it he probably thought it. because I have heard that like the guy who actually dropped the bomb they like pressed the button as soon as I think there was maybe it's just some bullshit but like I think that there was like an account of him being like I'd press the button and I just couldn't believe what I'd done. And just destroyed his life. Really? Because I had
0: the exact opposite. I was oh. just like, don't you feel bad about it? And he was like, no.
1: Oh, I thought, no, nah, yeah. I, I didn't. But hear that, that was the whole thing
0: is, you know, like a lot of war, the reason that it kept getting more and more distance is because of the psychology. So beating someone to death is a lot more intense than stabbing someone to death. Yeah. And, Shooting someone with a bow and arrow where you can't see their facial expression as well is a lot less intense than jamming a spear in their ribs. And then shooting someone where you can be even further back is less intense again. But even then, 80% of soldiers will deliberately miss their targets and just shoot in the air, even from there. But then when you get to dropping a bomb... Apparently, there's just no psychological impact at all. Like you just really you just see an explosion. You just think eh.
2: you'll just think it's a video game,
0: right? I don't. know. And then I don't think now, where they're just like drones sitting, yeah, just Computer sitting games. in Camp David and going bim in Afghanistan. So they just have no sympathy.
1: Was that an Israel dig? No,
0: no, oh. it's
2: a U.S. drone. <laughs> to Camp Dave Have you was seen in how Israel. like they? Oh shit, our food's here. Well, let's pause. We're probably, we're probably we can end it now. Yeah, if you want,
1: shall we? All right, well,
2: thank you guys for joining us. Can you pick up this call? I'll yes, I advice. can. Thank you very much. Thank we love you, love you for all. joining us, and we really appreciate your support. We're going to have some old hey, and you guys Just can have some uh, sandwich or something, too. And we'll see you next week.
1: Yes, uh, well, it's his compadre. It's not our way.